around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community. Welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Cheem, speaker, life coach, trainer, author, singer, songwriter, musician, friend to you, podcast host, ready to give to you the best of what I've learned, earned, returned in this life, this beautiful life that I've been blessed with and given and ready to give to you everything I've learned in books and seminars and life experience and, and love and compassion and patience, persistence, power, purpose, and passion. This is a this is a show where we help you claim your power, clarify your purpose, cultivate your deepest, widest, and highest passions possible so you can ultimately, ultimately become, show up, upgrade to the best version of yourself, and then ultimately, 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 the ultimate goal would be to then share it and inspire others to do the same. So thank you for joining us on this podcast. It is an absolute pleasure and a privilege to be here with you, for you, serving you uh, with everything I've got, with everything I've got. I literally, after the show, I'm spent. I got to drink a whole liter of water because I'm just like expending so much energy. My The heat goes up in my body and it's ready to explode. So I'm um, giving you everything. Uh, and this today's podcast, um, uh, before we start it, I want to I wanna, uh, say thank you for the people out there that are constantly listening to the show either live on Instagram or streaming iTunes and if you could do us a huge favor uh, give us a five star if you if you do believe it's a five star podcast then please give us a five star rating on iTunes and leave a comment and it helps us with with spreading the message helps with the show and then it makes the world a better place because that's all that's what, what it's all about for the show just giving back and giving uh, not because I, I will re- I will receive but because I've received so much I feel like I'm a billionaire when it comes to love and I just want to give away all the billion dollars worth of love to this world mm, that's what i want to do so what's going on cam how you doing man doing very well thank you very inspiring i also oh, feel the yes. need to give back to the world not only give back but like just give everything because i feel like i'm constantly being given like think about it you and i at least have had uh i mean you 40 years of food shelter memories fun um Obviously, it comes with its dark times and its difficulties, but but overall, we've always been taken care of, and I, I I'm endlessly grateful for that. And it's something that I've been like just keeping in mind throughout my days. Uh, yes, um, I remember I was just recently listening to a, an audio program, a spiritual audio program, and there's a guy that asked the question to one of the speakers, one of my favorite speakers, Richard Rohr, and the guy said. He has said something about an acronym called, I think it was Af- AFGO. Uh, and and, and the, he said, anytime you go through a tough time, remember the acronym AFGO, A-F-G-O, another effing growth opportunity. <laughs> AFGO. I started laughing. I thought it's a great way to look at life. But anytime you go through tough times, it's AFGO, another effing growth opportunity. So that's exactly it, right? And, and I often, one of my favorite things I say to a lot of my clients and coaching them, I say, you know, Anytime you eat a fruit or anytime you bite into a salad, remember you are eating the manure of the earth that when you nourish the planet and you smell that manure, that foul smell, it's nourishing our food supply, our fruits and vegetables. So in life, like everything you need to learn about life is out there in the world, the external world. If you just sit and meditate and contemplate enough and you sit long enough and you contemplate nature, birth, death, winter, spring, summer, fall, you just contemplate all that. All the answers are there in this moment here in life itself. And life gives us clues. And when it comes to the manure, when we're sent 
crap in our life, we can convert that crap, even the worst crap of our life into manure to nourish our soul, to create the greatest harvest and crop ever in our life. And that's what it's all about, right? And taking what we what we've learned going into our crap, into our into our downtimes and then coming out, climbing out of it so much stronger, so much more wise, so much more compassionate. So this particular podcast I entitled, I put it on my Instagram and Facebook, uh, and I, I put like a post every morning on Instagram and Facebook around 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever time I'm up, and I just do it every morning. And this particular morning, I, I made an acronym for life. I was I was in, inspired to by that guy saying AFCO, and I made it L.I.F.E, life. And the first L, what does that stand for? Love and suffering. The first L is love and suffering. We're going to go where there is love. There's inevitably going to be suffering. That the more you experience love, you're going to be drawn in like, like the ocean is drawing you into swimming it. The more love that you expose yourself to, that you become an instrument, the more you're going to be drawn to people that are suffering and wanting to go into their suffering and share the love that you have for them to alleviate their suffering. That's just the game. That that's just what it is. That the more if you if your desire is to be a greater instrument of love, you're going to inevitably uh, experience your own suffering even more. You're going to experience the other people's suffering even more. But that's that's the deal. As as I heard Wayne Dyer said, you know, if you have, if you've got great dharma in life, you've got great purpose, great obstacle or great great purpose, a great objective, a great goal in life, you're going to have great obstacles. That's just part of the deal. And so where there, here's the other part of it, the flip side of the coin, that where there's great suffering, you're going to find great love. You just are. You're just going to find people, leaders stepping up in, in the worst possible scenarios and the worst possible, like uh, Nelson Mandela or Immaculate Illabagiza, a great book she wrote by Left to Tell. I've, re- I've re- read that book five times to remind me that, wow, what she went through, 90 days, a million of her fellow Rwandans were, were killed uh, in 90 days, executed in 90. Can you imagine? Uh, I live in Burlington, and I, I kind of I just related to this. There's 170,000 people in Burlington. Imagine in 90 days, the whole population of Burlington gone, the whole population of Hamilton gone, and the, basically the whole population of Oakville gone, wiped out in 90 days, executed, wiped off the map. In 90 days and here's a woman that was staying in a bathroom no bigger than the size of your you know powder room with seven other women for 90 days with barely eating food or barely any water waiting for the people hunting her down chanting her name that you know wanting to cut her head off like that is just worst worst possible scenario i mean terror to the nth degree, yet she came out with so much love and compassion. She, I, I highly recommend you read the book Left to Tell by Immaculate Elibagiza, and she travels around the world uh, speaking about compassion and forgiveness. And if a woman like that who goes through that can find it in her to dive into her depth of her suffering and her pain and come out with nothing but love, man, what can we do as human beings in our own pain and our own suffering? So the first L, love and suffering. The second part, the I of life, L-I-F-E, inspiration and illumination. You know, it was Thomas Edison that says life or ins- or um, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And I would have to say that's true, that when you're inspired by some great project, you're inspired, it feels good to be inspired, to be in spirit, to tune into the spirit. But the more you tune into the spirit, the more it's going to illuminate and magnify the areas you're not, you're, you're screwing up in. 
or you're making mistakes and that's that's what happens it's almost like you go on a spiritual journey you're inspired by it and you think wow i want to stay on this high and there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is the more you're on that high what happens when the wave hits its peak it's already on its way down to hit its low and it's in the valleys of our life that we grow our our crops so we can enjoy them at the top. And and the more we get inspired, the more it's going to illuminate our dark spots. The closer you get to the light, the more you're inspired, the more it's going to reveal some of your dark places that you just don't want to look at. And that's just, again, that's a paradox. Love and suffering, inspiration and illumination. The F, faith and fear. You got to know that the more you live a life of faith, there's gonna you're going to stand up against fear. You're going to have to face your fear. That if you want to conquer your, your deepest fears, you're going to have to conquer it with an extraordinary amount, extraordinary amount of courage, an extraordinary amount of faith, an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of, of love and trust that something greater than yourself is guiding you through this, these fears. I remember the first time I conquered my fear of, of heights. And I remember listening to a Wayne Dyer audio and he was talking about how he was, he, believe it or not, he was terrified of public speaking at one time. And he said one time, he said, you know, he got, he came up with this thing. He it was, it was, he was inspired to do something, but illuminated the fact that he was afraid of public speaking. So it illuminated this fear. He said, well, if I'm, if I'm going to be a source of inspiration, I have to conquer this fear. This fear owns me. And he decided he would take a public speaking course and he became a public speaker and look at, look at him. He was one of the greatest minds and hearts and humans in the past, I'd say 10, 20 years in the spiritual world in the self-help world. And he's a, definitely a hero of mine. But the point of the matter is, if you're going to live a life of faith, if you're going to live a life of, of courage, of fearlessness, you're going to have to conquer your fear with love and faith. Where there's faith, there's going to be fear. Where there's fear, you're going to have to step up and channel that, that, that faith in you. And as I said in my TED Talk, I said fear is um, a f- forget everything and run or false evidence appearing real. Where the acronym for faith is focused awareness and trusting harmony or trusting heaven if you want to call it that focused awareness and trusting harmony or trusting heaven trusting that everything is got something is it's it, it, it's for you it's not just this too shall pass but everything has meaning for you that it's supporting your growth i, I used to say this too shall pass but i you know tony robbins often says don't just say this too shall pass which is good but also too that this is making me more this particular situation. And the final E of life, L-I-F-E, is where you're going to be um, excited and enthralled and uh, illuminated. Oh, not illuminated. Oh, that's, that's poor English. There's going to be exhaustion. There's going to be exhilaration and there's going to be exhaustion. And, you know, I, I almost define your passion as one that both exhilarates you and exhausts you. And for people that have actually joined this podcast, they know what I'm talking about, that you know, if you're passionate about something and you're going so hard at it, you're putting everything into every fiber of your being, and all, your, all your mind, your heart, your everything into your passion and to making your passion work in a reality and going after this passion and living it out and breathing it with every part of you, you're at the end of the day, you're going to be exhausted. Eventually, your physiology, biochemically, you're just not going to be able to go 24 hours. I mean, that was once uh, for me a dream of mine to go 24 hours straight, seven days a week. But that's just not physically, humanly possible to go full out the way I go, 24 hours a day, seven days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and 365 days a year. So a lot of times, what I do is. I allow myself to be exhilarated by life. I give myself fully, and when I'm fully exhausted, and I've I've sort of just 
drain my first, second, third, and fourth wind. Uh, I'm able to go to sleep. I have the best sleep because I know I've given myself uh, the gift of giving myself to others and emptying myself and then filling myself filling my, myself up through meditation, through good nutrition, through prayer, through, through rest, spending time with loved ones. And um, it's, again, it's one of those paradoxes that where you're going to, wherever you're going to find exhilaration, you're going to find deep exhaustion. So again, let me repeat those for you. L-I-F-E, love and suffering for the L-I, inspiration and illumination. And then the F is faith and fear. And then the E is exhilaration and exhaustion. It's a paradox. That's what life is. It's not denying the darkness. It's integrating it, transcending it and concluding, including. You may have heard me say that before. What do you think there, Cam, as we as we wrap this up? I feel great. I feel like uh, that was a really good list. You mentioned, I think fear and faith are the two that, that hit me the most because um, without, without dark times, without difficulties, without... Uh, I mean, if faith was easy, then it yes. wouldn't have the weight that it has, you know? Yes. Uh, if, yes. If it's like if we lived forever, then why would we care about today? That kind of thing. When mm-hmm. things are scarce, when things are difficult, when things are heavy, that's what makes it amazing. And the yes. whole idea of paradox, uh, simply, it it allows you to accept it all because a lot of people think that this uh, spiritual journey is all sunshine and rainbows and bliss <laughs> and uh, this high of zen. But really, it's just a matter of being totally at peace and centered during all of it. Um, yes. And, and Amen. There are moments where you're going to be excited and you got to sit there and be like, yes, I'm pumped about this. There are moments where you're going to be upset, but you have to be like, yes, this is okay. This is great. Um, and I think that's the most challenging thing. I had a conversation with a friend uh, and they were talking about, oh, like, why, why should you be nice to this person? They're not a nice person. Mm-hmm. And I recalled what I heard. I don't know if it was Jesus who said this, but they said, it's really easy to love somebody who's who's great to you, who's nice. <laughs> yes. um, the challenge is in loving somebody who is awful <laughs> to you, who is a mean person. And that's that's what you should be focusing on, is how you can get yourself to love that. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't give away what you don't have. If you exclude people, that means you're the type of person who has that inside of you. That that that, that feeling of like I need to exclude people. When you judge yes. somebody, you are afraid of being judged. That whole thing. So yes, yeah. The, there's this weird idea where within, without, like the this paradox and the idea of dualities, where when you're doing something to somebody, you realize that it's really just a reflection of yourself. Even when you things, even when like you experience things. I mean, I can't quite uh, prove this, but. A lot of people who think the world is a scary place end up in the scariest situations. And I'm like, how did you yeah. get yourself into that? That never happens to yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, another quick example, Wayne Dyer goes to New York and he asks somebody, hey, how's New York? And the first person says, um, oh, it's terrible and, and there's, you know jerks everywhere and they're going to cut you off and they're going to you know it's just mean they're going to steal they're going to it's terrible terrible place uh be careful about new york Mm. um and then he talks about somebody he talks to another person they're like dude new york is awesome it's amazing the people are so nice um they're so generous 
and you realize that it's it's all in a reflection of you that person has yeah. the belief that people are good people and so yeah. they're exposed to that and i again can't prove that but it's it's it just makes sense that because i see it time and again people who think the world is a terrible place and so terrible things happen to them yeah um yep. and it proves yep. our connection to everything deep down yeah yeah no i i i i think what you to add to that there cam you make a tremendous point in in the power of perception that our perceptions create our reality and I may have given this, I, I, in fact, I know I've given this example before, but in your deep awareness, in your, in your centeredness of meditation or deep prayer, imagine for a second you hear these, the most beautiful bird chirping and all of a sudden notice arising in you this sort of inclination to want that bird singing to just last forever. And then that through that craving arises, attachment arises. So what could be what could be joyful could turn very painful very quickly. So we get attached to those things. I want that to last forever. Or you're in your deep meditation, all of a sudden you hear like rock music or like really loud music in the background with horrible profanity on it. And notice your inclination to want that that music to stop. And, and notice that this not attachment, but aversion. So you have this idea of attachment and aversion and both cause our suffering. And, and you know, I think it was Buddha that was asked, you know, do, is there a God? He says, you can't even grasp the, the answer. How can you on earth, can you grasp, or you can't even grasp the question. How do you, you notice know, you're going to grasp the answer? And there are people out there that believe that there's a God that are suffering. And there are people that there don't believe in a God that are suffering. And then there are people that, that believe in God that are not suffering and having a great time and joyful and they're giving of themselves. And there are people that aren't, don't believe in God who are giving of themselves and are living a joyful and happy life as well. And so I, I think the, the pattern or the belief system, the philosophy of Buddha he, he was getting down to the nitty gritty of, this, of the mind, how the mind plays tricks on you. And that going into the mind, into the heart of the mind, as you observe your attachments, you observe your aversion to things, you sent yourself in it. And the fact that you're aware of your pain and your angst or your, or your attachment to joy actually frees you from it. And then you experience joy and love and bliss without any foundation, without any reason. I remember hearing James Finley say, love is the only activity that has no why. Love just loves for it because that's what it does. There's no reason or rhyme for it. And that's what all I hope to be for people out there on this podcast and my family and all my friends. And I'm both exhilarated and exhausted. I'm loving and I'm suffering and I'm inspired and I'm illuminated each day. And I feel like I'm, I'm living a life of faith diversified by fear rather than a life of fear diversified by faith. And those are choices that you make now. And, and I, I just put on an Instagram post recently that heaven is not a geographical point in the universe. It's a state of being that you choose now, that you live in now. Um, and if you can contemplate that, that would be a definite recommendation of mine to contemplate that heaven's not some place in the universe that when you die, you all of a sudden you go, you go around the world eight times and then you go into another place and you disappear. No, it's a place that you choose now. And as uh, John, the Milton's work, uh, paradise lost, he said, the mind is of itself and can make a heaven of hell and a hell of heaven. You choose, you choose your choice. Are you going to be live a life of love or are you going to live a life of fear?
So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I think it definitely illuminated my life and hopefully illuminated your life and inspired your life to live your life, to appreciate your life, to give up your life because that's all you can do with your life is give it away. And the paradox of that is you get then, you then, as you give it away, you then get to keep it forever. So to your continued upgrade and evolution and tomorrow, by the way, we're going to talk, we're just going to have a conversation uh, before this podcast. Cam and I were talking about having a conversation. He's asked me a bunch of questions about life and we're just going to talk and have a great conversation, great discussion. Do you have any questions? by all means ask away on Instagram or whatever it is we'd love to hear from you and so to your continued upgrade and evolution live it up with power purpose and passion God bless you guys to your endeavors and beyond have an amazing day guys